folks out there. If you believe design can change the world, then you've found your humans here on this show, Architecting. My name is Angela Mazzi, and I'm an architect and career coach who's figured out how to live my passion while claiming a successful architecture career and lifestyle. This show is about the architect as a person and will help you bypass the status quo traps in our profession while teaching you how to make an impact in your career. We need to stand in our power as architects and use our skills to make great places. If you're with me, let's get architecture. All right, today we are in the house talking about Five, radical changes architects need to embrace. That's right. You're way too complacent. You're accepting way too many premises. And as a result, you are not as happy as you could be or as successful. We're going to unpack some of these things. Based on comments I've been getting, based on messages and questions I've been getting, here they are. Number one, my boss does not like me. My boss is not giving me a chance. I can't move ahead because my boss just makes me do menial things instead of letting me grow and evolve. Well, guess what? Boss does not have a crystal ball. They are not going to read your future. Figure out your deepest desires that you don't even know and then magically give you these nurturing opportunities. Hell no, they got work to do and projects to get done. Doesn't mean they don't care about you. What it means is they need you to be clear and to step up to the plate and to take some initiative and to ask. When I talk to project managers, Some of their biggest complaints about younger architects are that they only do what you ask them to do. They don't take the initiative. They don't offer to take on additional responsibility. Or they say they want to do more, but when you give them the opportunity, they're too timid about it. So get clear. What the hell are you doing as an architect? And I don't want to hear this, I want to be a generalist kind of crap. There's a reason you're doing what you're doing. There's stuff that lights you on fire. Focus on that stuff. Talk to your supervisor, your project manager, your boss, whoever they are. Let them know. Ask for those opportunities. If things aren't happening in that area in your firm, look at how you can take it on as an initiative. Go for it. It is nobody's job to hold your hand and guide you down the trail. You got to do that for yourself. All right, next radical change. Work smart, not hard. This drives me crazy. This idea that you need to work this super long week, super late nights because of what? That tells me you're not organized and you can't make decisions. Not going to get ahead thinking like that. Get yourself organized. Think about your priorities on your to-do list. Plan it out and then get it done. 
Don't endlessly question yourself. Don't feel like you got to do it over a million times. Fail early, fail often, and share that shit. Make sure people know what you're doing. Make sure you're getting input and that you're collaborating. When you keep it all close to the vest and you just keep on polishing, 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 you're living in self-doubt. You're undervaluing your time and you are depleting and burning yourself out so you don't have fresh thinking or fresh ideas, which means you have to work even harder because you keep making mistakes or repeating yourself. This creates exhaustion, stress, and does not make you stand out as a smart thinker. Radical change number three is stop going negative. So many times we complain. Our clients are not fair. Our boss is not fair. I don't have enough time. I don't have the right resources. I didn't get this. I didn't get that. It's all about the lack. And you need to stop that right now if you want to get ahead in your career and really start adding value to projects. I don't care how much talent you have or how much experience you have. If you can only focus on what you don't like and what's wrong, you are not getting to the key part of being an architect, which is solving the problem, not just identifying it. When you want to go negative, when something hits you wrong, how can I turn this around? What can I do to make a change in my thinking and in the thinking of my team or my clients? I will give you an example of this. We were working on some continuing education objectives and someone was making comments on the work of someone else and trying to provide constructive criticism. And the person listening to the criticism almost cut off their head. They were offended because they put a lot of time and a lot of effort into what they did, so they couldn't see how maybe it could have been improved or tweaked or made better. All they wanted to do was complain about, you don't understand, and I did this, and I worked hard on that. Well, you know what? How hard you work doesn't matter. What matters is the end result and whether or not there's any value in it. And sometimes, I know I have faced this myself, I will put all kinds of effort into something, realize I got off on the wrong track, and then I'm stubbornly clinging to something that is not working. When something doesn't work, you say, how can I fix it? You look at yourself and you look at your work with an eye towards what could be different, what could be better, what's working here, what's not working here. And that doesn't mean fall into perfectionism. We talked about that in the last episode. And it doesn't mean spin in endless iterations of self-doubt. It means honestly evaluate what you did and what you were trying to do and see where there's gaps. 
It means honestly looking when you're talking about your career arc, where you are and where you want to be, and find the gaps. When you find the gaps, now you can take progressive action towards improvement of yourself, of your company, of your project, instead of just focusing on what you didn't get that you thought you wanted. All right, next radical change. Act like a visionary. I know you have it in you. I know you are passionate about so many things. And I know the world would be a better place for everyone who lived in it if you were more of an advocate for what you believed in. However, we get so focused on the minutiae of getting our jobs done. We hide behind our busyness and we do not put ourselves out there as visionary leaders. We do not speak out. We do not take on roles in community organizations or professional organizations. There is not nearly enough writing or publishing or podcasting or clubhousing or anything else that focuses on visionary leadership and the power of design to change the world. No joke. Every time I have this level of conversation with someone who is not an architect, they are blown away. They have no idea space impacts them as much as it does. No idea that they could feel safer, more productive, be healthier, feel more secure, get better exercise, be healthier, have better well-being, all of that, that we know, we know it. But we aren't telling people. Why are we keeping this a secret? Who are we afraid might find out that we have the power to make a difference and actually want to hire us to do that? No, no, no. Instead, we worry about the compulsories. Does the building meet code? Is it on time and on budget? And sure, those things matter, but they don't mean anything unless they're attached to a vision. Start using what you know about design and its power to make an impact. Create value for your client and the people that have to live, work, play, or heal in the spaces you are designing for them. Start showing up that way. Do your homework. Educate your client. Start taking a bigger role in your community and educating the general public. I don't care if you're not getting paid to get the message out there. People need to know this stuff. Why do you think they just live in whatever developer tract home? Because they don't know any better. They know they need a house, and they know what they can afford. That's all they know. Likewise, when you have clients that just need to get something done, they need an addition or they need a new building, they don't always know how to be visionary about that. You need to educate them. That's your job. If you can't do that, then why should you be surprised that developers and contractors are eating your lunch? 
because all they're worrying about is whether it's on time, on budget, and meets code. You need to do something more. And until you do, you don't get to complain that there's all these interlopers in the profession. All right, last radical change. Get yourself resourced. Architects are very smart people. We wouldn't be able to graduate from the programs we do if we were not smart. Smart as an architect and smart as practical are two different things. And often, we are penny-wise and dollar-foolish. We do not get the resources we need because in our head we're saying, I could do that. I could make that. How many times do you see something in a store and not buy it because you say, I could make that, but do you or should you? Is that really the highest and best use of your time? Remember, work smart, not hard. Stop trying to do everything yourself, and that includes at your firm. Do you need an accountant? Do you need to take leadership classes so you know how to be a boss? Do you need to hire HR professionals? You can hire these as part-time jobs. They don't have to be an employee of your company. You can do things on a contract basis, but get the resources you need. And if it's a skill you need to learn, do not bootstrap this by going online and looking for resources. If you need to take a class, Take a class. If you need to buy special software, buy the special software. Stop being such a cheap tightwad. Get yourself the resources you need to support you so you can focus on doing what you love, not on running a business, which I'm willing to bet is not why you went to architecture school and is probably why they don't do a very good job of teaching us how to run a business. Doing it all yourself and teaching other people to make the same leadership or resource mistakes that you did, that needs to stop. So does the thought that we need to be all and do all or maybe we lose our architect card. Make sure you say, who else could do this? It might seem like you are paying more because you are purchasing a resource or taking a class or hiring someone. But the truth is, having it done well, done right the first time, is worth it. It will pay you back. We bitch and moan that we're not valued, that people go to Home Depot or they hire just some contractor to build something for them. And yet we do the same thing to other professionals when we try to do it ourselves. Being able to effectively manage and lead your company will pay you back because your employees will stay and you will win better jobs with better clients. Please stop being a complete cheap ass. Invest in yourself and you will go far. If anything, I said, had you nodding your head and saying, Amen, sister, go to architectingpodcast.com 
and go download yourself a copy of my four power secrets for getting ahead. Because if we are going to stop doing things that sabotage us, if we are going to make radical change, we have to flip the script on everything we thought we knew about practice. I will go through some strategies that I have learned the hard way, that I've seen other people learn the hard way, and you don't have to. Get this resource. We will talk about how you have beliefs about what is true and what you need to do and what is possible that can be changed once you learn to recognize them. I talk about everything from competition to fear of failure to feeling like a sellout to needing validation. Plus, as a bonus, you get my salary hacks so you can start earning more by raising your value. So that is at architectingpodcast.com right on the front page. And it is called Four Power Secrets. Make sure you download that. It will help you with making all five of these radical and powerful changes that I promise you, no matter where you are in your career path, will change your story. Get happy because it's possible not only for you to have work-life balance, but for you to get paid what you're worth while changing the world. All right, everybody, stay inspired. Thanks for being part of this episode of Architecting. If you enjoyed the show, join our community on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn to keep up with what's in the show pipeline, including a behind-the-scenes look at my architecture lifestyle. Feel free to share your content ideas. Love to hear your feedback. You can also visit architectingpodcast.com to download free career content and learn about my classes, book, and coaching programs. Until next time, stay inspired. Mm-hmm.